Welcome to a very special episode of the Splitfire Gaming Podcast. Um, you all wanted it. We got them back. It's international trophy winning expert fantasy player, Alan. The only thing that's true there is the my name. <laughs> international? <laughs> that wasn't it national tournament. Anyone from any nation could have turned up. The fact could that have. you the fact they chose not to is is irrelevant. <laughs> what were the other things you said? I did yeah. Yeah. Award. Spoilers. You, spoilers alert. Well, yeah, if you don't want to know what happened at the Triple Cup contest, <laughs> um skip forward to timestamp, which I'm not gonna put up. Um you, you, before we tackle the subject at hand of the Chipwell Crown, I was just thinking you're like the Guinan of my show now, in that you're a big celebrity who keeps recurring on my show. <laughs> Wait, so. are, are you are you comparing yourself to John Luke Picard? <laughs> well, I'm more comparing you to Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Guinan. She'd been through some shit. <laughs> like, kind of, like... Yeah. But what army... What's her comp score? That's the main issue. Uh, Guinan is uh, minus five comp. Well, you should play Q, really, in any sort of t- tournament set situation. Yeah, he, he's a straight band. Q is. He's a straight band. <laughs> Just minus 20 and he still wins. <laughs> Um, but he, he, his only weakness is Captain Janeway. That's like his only weakness. <laughs> what would Janeway play? Dark elves. I don't know. Something that anything that justifies the means. What what army is trying to find their way home? <laughs> Good old times. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say what army is. Um very inconsistent in their application of their own morality. <laughs> yeah, could be Dark Elves. Could be Wood Elves. Wood Elves, yes. <laughs> Wood Elves, yeah, because they, they change all the time. <laughs> uh, for, for my Star Trek podcast, don't stay tuned. Or I, I, I tell you what, I'll be, I'll be up for that. I'm a big, I'm a big <laughs> Star Trek fan. So, yeah, but that's something you didn't know, is it? You could, have, you could have assumed it, but... No, I didn't no. know that, because I... Seriously, I wanted to talk about um, the Star Trek Six, uh, the Undiscovered Country. I'll just spew this on this channel because um, I think it's the best film they they did. But, no, right. Well, we'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you want about the original series cast? Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay then. Well, and all of them, all the other films as well. No, well, that's just not true, is it? That's like, that's like saying High Elves is the best army. <laughs> yeah, so it's right. <laughs> well, actually, it's the 11th best army, but we'll get on to that. <laughs> <laughs> the topic at hand is, uh, is a special, because we both went to the uh, aforementioned Triple Crown uh, tournament in Derby this year, which was my first time ever to go to it. So there's a mission accomplished. Mm. Um, I had a great time. I don't Good. know about you. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm my re- it's my third time now going to Triple Crown. And the guys um, are great. You know, the guys who run it are absolutely fantastic. And there's a lot of familiar faces now who go. 
to the Triple Crown tournament, and they're all just a great bunch of people. You know, I've never had a bad experience, which is why I'm like always pushing to find out when the tickets are coming out. And you know, you know, I say to to the missus like, I am, you know, I am one hundred percent going to this event. <laughs> yeah. So, it, so weddings, me, funerals, they're all off because the triple crown is going. <laughs> the triple crown's going. But, you know, I'm glad they gave us a heads up for when it might be happening next year. So I can like, work around it. It's Yeah, because it's not the same time as it. they said April. Yeah, April's yeah. good. It yeah. means, means I only have to wait, what, <laughs> like eight months or something. But to get your fix. Yeah, get my, get my triple crown fix. Well, I, I, I'm going to have a problem though next year, though. I'm going to have a real problem though next year. What's that? Well, again, spoilers, but <laughs> um, every year I've said I want to do better than the previous year. Well, not wanting <laughs> to give too much away, but it's borderline, if not entirely impossible, for you to do better, <laughs> better than you did this year. Yeah, borderline impossible. <laughs> Actually, there is a way you could do better. Get um, more points. No, you could win the best painted as well. But that's not happening as long as <laughs> Callum keeps turning up. <laughs> well, you know what you've got to do? You've got to assassinate in not literal terms his, uh, his entry <laughs> into the tournament. Yeah, yeah. You could uh, sabotage his, uh, his entry. What, with... <laughs> Paint thinner or something. What I could do is I could buy all the tickets and then scalp them out. Yeah, you should do that. And then only invite only, only invite people I want to come. Yeah, do that. <laughs> and then people on Twitter can go, oh, scalping, it's terrible. And then yeah. move on. Move on. But it's standard standard games workshop practice now, that isn't it? Scalping, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It, it paid for my uh, car insurance this year. It didn't before everyone starts unsubscribing. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um, so this year, it was in this year, as if I'd been before. This is my first time. And I'd seen other people who um, I've seen in other tournaments. So when I, I think it's been, a, it's been at least 18 months since the last tournament I went to. And it was strange because you only see certain people um at events like this but it's like oh but I, I i know them but i don't it's it's a strange uh feeling um but it was nice to see people again i think it's just like because we've been trapped inside it's just nice to go to a big event to be fair now. i think it's like the second time me and you have met in person yes in fact it is <laughs> <laughs> you know but, but we met feel- once and doesn't then we spoke, like we that. spoke loads and like been on each other's channel, but we've never doesn't feel like it. Um and because I'm quite usually quite insular and uh don't really like talking to people, but I didn't feel that at all this time. I know this is getting all soppy and soft, but uh it was a really nice social experience, never mind the results of the games, which we'll get to at some point. And I think that's the thing about the one, the Triple Crown guys themselves and their usual crew, you know, the people who turn up to their events. 
they're just so lovely and so welcoming and you know friendly and they want you to have a good time yeah they want to beat you but yeah. they want to have a good time and that's the important thing is we're all here because we all love the hobby we're all here because we want to support each other and you know what i the atmosphere was fantastic and um yeah had a good time at one point i wanted to lynch you know organize a lynch mob against the one of the guys who was working there because <laughs> he called us all Age of Sigmar players. Yeah, that was a critical <laughs> error in a room full of 34 fantasy diehards who travelled <laughs> hundreds of miles to get there to say, Age of Sigmar players, please put your... Age of what? He was just like, Age of what? <laughs> and he was like, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> You're gonna need a police escort for the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. It's just the fact that everyone in the room went silent. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, um, <laughs> the old West Farm when the piano stops playing. <laughs> yeah, good times. Um, if that's all the yeah praise, they did a great job. Yeah, ne- next. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone was great. Yeah, onto, yeah, onto, 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 onto the crunch. <laughs> uh, I was, um, I, I don't know if I was apprehensive about going beforehand. Um, I don't know why I've got this. I, I, I consider this one to be like the, the I've got it in my head. This is the top tournament in the, the country for fantasy because it's the one I'd heard of. It's, um, it's not the biggest. I think Cardiff is by far bigger. It's, it's twice as big, Cardiff. Yeah, but I'd say the quality of players and the quality of armies you get at this tournament, especially in the top half, I would argue with some of the strongest, some of the strongest players you, you will find. Yeah, and it's not a fluffy tournament. You know, no. people people go to triple crown to win yeah um so you know if you go to you know, graham who you've had on the channel before he, he oh, and he's been on my channel he um he ho- he holds like nice fluffy tournaments you know and have a good time and then like i know andrew does and mark pete does and so so forth cardiff's a new one so no one knows but even destruction derby before you know it's it's you go to have a good time yeah and and to be fair, you go to Triple Crown to have a good time, but there are a certain number of people who want to win. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it is, a, it is a really tough competition. It's a different kind of good time, I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I was, I was up, not apprehensive, but, you know, like, I'm, what am I going to do? I, my idea, my nightmare scenario was I would go and just get obliterated in the first game and then the second one and then sort of have a massive crisis of confidence and say i don't know what i'm doing i'm an imposter you know that imposter syndrome what am i doing here unfortunately that didn't happen um so i think what we've agreed is we'll just this episode we'll do is day one and then you'll have to tune into alan's channel which he does have (laughs) right that's enough of that uh, <laughs> it's the first time I've said it. <laughs> and that's enough. Go, go on, plug away. 
No, I'm just saying, you know, yeah, just saying where the next half will be, day two will be, yeah. I think that's fair because I can leech off your 200 or so subscribers. Oh, and... 350 sorry. now. All right, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's nowhere near your Twitter Twitter following. You know, after I posted all the pictures from Triple Crown, um, hmm. I gained something like 48 followers. Uh, well, I wasn't expecting that. And the, I got about 400 likes for the picture of Callum's Storm Vermin playing Warhammer. And yeah. I thought I've wanted to say, this isn't my model. Stop liking it. <laughs> Because I feel I'm I'm sort of piggybacking off the back of his work. Oh, don't like Callum's in Instagram's already blowing up, so I wouldn't worry too. Well, then I thought I don't care because it's making my Twitter page look good. So <laughs> I took this picture. Yeah, it's my it's my intellectual property. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Not making any money on it yet. Um. I've lost my train of thought now. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, so we're doing uh, a day each because uh, I had a interesting day one. I don't know about yourself. It, oh, it, cer- it certainly wasn't boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to go over just briefly what you, your list was? Um, yeah, just for sure. some context and then we'll go from there. Okay, so um, for mine, that was like two... So in previous Triple Crowns, just to give a bit of history, um, I'd taken High Elves. And the first year I went, I took a minus seven High Elf list, something like that. And then the following year, I took like a minus four or a minus five one. Um, different lists, similar themes, Battle World Dragon, big unit, you know, Alario, that kind of thing. Nobody but, uses that. No, no. But the first year, like, I took like Swordmasters, for instance, and then the year after I took... Um, uh, I took white lions, uh, but obviously there was different things in the rest of the army and like different makeup of rare choices and core and whatnot. So, but so I'd done better like each year, and I knew the quality of players there and stuff. And I was like, you know what, I really don't want to take Isles again. Like, I really don't want to take Isles again. Uh, and the army that I'd been having most fun with, um, and you know, a decent amount of success with, was my um, demons. And so I decided to go I decided to go with demons. They're a very strong army. I've used them on the channel a lot. And it was a case of I want to go Highlander as one challenge because I know they're good. So I was like, I want to go Highlander as one challenge, but I also want to take a positive comp list. And in, in that way as well, also it was about taking pressure off myself because I was like, well, in the year I came fifth, um, I was like, I'd got like three wins, one draw, and one loss. Yeah, and the lot and the loss I lost, you know, the one I lost was only like a small one. And I was like, right, well, if I can go with a Highlander list that is also a plus comp and get a similar result, i.e., three wins, one draw, and one loss, then then I'll be like really happy. So to that end. I used demons, and the list was uh, a great unclean one, um, level four with one lesser gift. He's my general. 
And he had um, Law of Nurgle, so no Law of Death. It was Law of Nurgle because, again, I wanted to, you know, stay in the plus comps. Um, took Epidemius because um, I've got Mono Nurgle and he's like an auto include. Um, I took a Herald of Nurgle BSB on a Palaquin with no additional gifts because they are rock hard as it is. They come in at, like weapon skill. They come in like strength five, toughness five. You know, three attacks, poison, and then if you stick him on a palaquin, you know he, he gets like loads of additional attacks from the palaquin. He gets four wounds. You know, it, it's like really good, and they get quite expensive when you start putting lots of stuff on them. So I was like, no, he's he's good, just as he is with that. Um, core was forty-one plague bearers with full command and the banner of swiftness. Um, four plague toads to round out my core. Um, the Tamakan book in in the compact, you are allowed to take them as a core unit. Um, special was four beasts of Nurgle, five furies with mark of Nurgle, and three um, Nurglings in a single unit. And then rare was four uh, rock flies or play drones of Nurgle with banner musician. The Poison Upgrade and the Banner of Eternal Flame. And then my last unit was uh, Soul Grinder with Mark of Nurgle. And he had like no other upgrades. He was just as he comes. And that came up to like 2495, I think, off the top of my head. And it was a plus one comp. So, yeah, nice list. So you achieved all your aims in the list writing. Yeah. Before you'd even. Had... Yeah. yeah, it was Highlander, it was a positive comp. Like I had a lot of chats, a lot of chat with you know my 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 core gaming group and um, which is like Steve and James, you know, and you know a couple of others, and James, you know, who took a minus seven list, and we'll be talking about him later. He was like, "Drop the great unclean one, take Kairos," and I was like, but "He's not Nurgle," and, he, and he's like, "Yeah, but." Kairos has, he gets to choose all your spells each game. He's going to add so many more dimensions to your army. Um, take Kairos. And I was like, no. And he's like, why? You know, even if you take Kairos, it's, he's my, your list is only going to be minus four, which is still really good, you know, and it's within that bracket of competitive armies that tend to do well. And, and I was like, yeah, but I know he's going to make my army you know, three times stronger. But one, he's not Nurgle. <laughs> you know? And two, it won't be a positive comp list. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, so I could have made the army better. There was loads of ways I could make the army better. But it was it was about restricting myself and saying, I want to go positive and I want to go Highlander. So that was, that was why. Fair enough. Well, um, we discussed what I thought I'd be taking on uh, your channel, which I won't name, uh, <laughs> about two months ago or so. It was, yeah, it was a while yeah, ago. Yeah, a while ago now. Um, and I play-tested that with my well, my gaming group, and um, it didn't work. Um, it just it, it didn't have enough chaff, and it didn't have enough stuff to remove chaff. So... I think I did warn you about this. Okay. <laughs> You, you may have, yeah, but 
like anything, I, I won't listen until I've actually experienced the disastrous side effects. Um, more on that later, uh, on probably Back in the episode. Criminals. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I won't, won't listen until I've gone to jail. <laughs> learning by direct experience is clearly better than being told that's not going to work. <laughs> based on nothing so i dropped um originally i had karadrian in as a way to get highlander and um keep the points down and to get two frost hearts in um that didn't work um he's a very expensive hero and so i just thought i'll uh i'm not bothered about the minus three comp if the list doesn't work so i changed it and it ended up as a uh, minus six list so it's uh the aforementioned Alariel um, with a Sea uh, Helm BSB, uh, 38 White Lions with the Banner of the Well Dragon, 22 Spearmen for plus one comp, uh, 21 Archers, uh, two units of Shadow Warriors for the plus one comp again, two Frostart Phoenixes in the rare, and two Repeater Bolt Throwers. Um, and I tested that a bit. Can you have some Illyrian? Reavers as well. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, I had two um, Illyrian Reavers, so it was much more chaff, um, much more stuff to put around the board. And when I play tester, I thought this is this is much better because if you block that big unit of white lions with anything, it's uh, it's one more turn before it's actually doing anything. So that's what I took. That was minus six, um, and I was. Minus six is fine. I think he's a minus three, minus six. There's not even that much in it. No, and I thought if you're you, gonna take a list, you need to be confident reasonably that it can win. So there's no point taking a minus three list if you if I think I'm gonna lose or I can't get the list to work. That was me thinking behind it, and I'm glad I changed it in the end because um, I was a lot happier with a minus six list. And that's and that's fair enough. You know, there's. That's completely fair. It's very similar to the one I took <laughs> yeah, um, before, like, a triple crown before. There's a <laughs> pretty a, good there's a good reason why that would be similar. There's a couple of differences, like um I only took one bolt thrower, I believe. But I took an eagle instead. For the additional chaff. And then um I had two um, two chariots in there, two Tyranoc chariots as well. They're, they're comp as well, aren't they? So yeah, well, you get plus one comp each for them, and you know. And I've I've spoken about this before on like the podcasts and stuff, and it's just like if if you can get plus one comp for less than ninety points, then I'd probably do it. So 70, 70 points for one, seventy seventy five points for one chariot, seventy seventy five points for the other chariot. It's like seventy five points for each unit of Shadow Warriors. So for less than three hundred points, you've got yourself plus four comp. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just like yeah, great. The shadow <laughs> warriors, <laughs> the shadow warriors were great because it's like I don't expect them to do anything, um, but they're they're cutting the uh, minuses down a bit. So if they do anything, that's a bonus. Uh, and if they don't, well, they're just shadow warriors. It's only five of them. What do you expect them to do? Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. You know. Um... I I think 
you know, they're not shades. They're not dark elf shades. No, no great <laughs> weapons there. <laughs> you know, um, but you know, for plus one comp, take them. Yeah, always, always would. So, so yeah, the... good army list though. You know, minus <laughs> six. Yeah, I, I can't lie and say I came up with it myself. <laughs> well, you did. To be fair, because you you've been playing variations of that list for the last couple of years, haven't you? Uh, yes. You yeah. finally worked your way through playtesting to that to that combination, and that, that worked for you. So yeah, that's the list. Not to give any spoilers about what I may or may not take to future tournaments, but that's a list I'm quite comfortable with now. And, Especially... and that's your go to. If someone wants to play a challenging game against me, that's your go-to list, yeah? Yeah, that would be it. Because um, yeah. it's, yeah, not that it plays itself, but it's very clear what each unit is meant to do. Mm, mm. Um, but anyway, the the setup of the, the tournament was it's three games on the first day and two games on the second get day. So do you want to start with your yes. First- so, so how it works with the comp scores is your first game is oh, matched yeah. up against someone on an equal equal or closest to comp score to yourself. So if you've got minus six, you will play minus six, minus five, or minus seven army game one. And if you're a plus list like me, you'll play another plus list. So I knew that I knew that my army was very strong for plus one. I doubt it will be plus one in the future, but it will plus one. So I was like, I'm going to play another plus one list. Not if that petition to the uh, organisers pays off. It certainly won't be plus one. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, the I, it was... So that's how it came on. And then at the end, uh, you each game is scored out of 20 tournament points. So for every 200 victory points difference between you and your opponent, you get, you know, there's, you get one point. So if you get, you know, two, if there's like 2,000 points difference, you know, it's it's 20 nil, yeah? I think that's the best way of saying yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but So the maximum tournament points you can get in one game is 20, the lowest is zero. If it's a draw, then it's 10 all, you know, and then it works on increments like that. So you could get... 11, 9, 12, 8, 13, 7, and, and so on. But if you get a 20 nil, that's brilliant. <laughs> but um, And then at the end of the tournament, you add up all your tournament points. So after five games, the maximum you can get is 100. And then you get a maximum of 10 painting points, a maximum of 15 sportsmanship points, um, and then you add on your comp score. Um, on top of that, so over or take it away, in some or, t- or take it away if you've got a negative. So, if you let's say got a hundred, if you twenty nil all your opponents and got a hundred points, and you got ten points for painting and fifteen points for sportsmanship, you'd be on a hundred and twenty-five. But then, if you had a minus five list, you'd be on a hundred and twenty. And it's the same way the other round. If you got all those points and you were on a plus five list, you'd be on one hundred and thirty points at the end of the tournament. So. I think the maximum you can get is one, two, 135 points. That's like the maximum you can get. It, it's capped at plus 10, 
as yeah, four plus pluses. But, but yeah. there is no limit for how big the minus can be. No, I think the biggest minus I've seen is like minus twenty one, minus twenty two, something like that. Someone was telling us at the tournament that uh, there was a host of the Eternity King list that was something like minus twenty odd. Yeah, yeah, he's been there at previous years. He wasn't there for this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the maximum you can get is one hundred thirty five points. Um, but if you're getting, you know, over a hundred tournament points, you're you're doing like pretty well. <laughs> you know, you're gonna do well. So, um, so my my first game was. Uh, against uh, Liam Howie's Ogre Kingdoms. And I've played Liam before with a variation of my demon list. I played him at Destruction Derby and he was using vampire counts with uh, Henrik Kemmler. Is it, I think it's Henrik Kemmler? And yeah. um, his, his sidekick, I can't remember his name. Krell? Krell. Krell. Yeah. Krell, yeah, yeah. So he was using that and, you know, you know, unit grave guard and he had like vargulfs and things and i was using my nurgle army but instead of a great unclean one i had um a lord of change and instead of like plague toads i had like a unit of horrors you know and, and just just things like that it was like there was differences um and you know and so i knew we we you know i ended up winning that one but uh, he was a really good, really nice guy. He was he was really gracious in defeat. And so when I saw that I'd drawn him again, I was like, you know what, this this guy's, you know, it's it's going to be a nice game because he's just such a nice guy. And I had, so I was like, oh, plus one ogres, you know, he's go, he's only going to have one cannon, you know, one iron blaster because you know it's quite hard to get two iron blasters in a plus one ogre list army. And it'd be like competitive. Um and I was worried about iron blasters because my BSB doesn't get lookout, sir, Epidemius doesn't get a lookout, sir, and I've got like two very expensive monsters running around, so I was like, I really don't want to face artillery. So I get there, and he's got his ogre army, uh which had two iron blasters in it. <laughs> I was like, bollocks. Uh so that all... plan wrecked. Yeah, so I was just like, oh shit, how did you get plus one? But then when you look at the rest of army, you can understand why. So it's like, um, he had a bruiser as his general. So no lord level general, just a bruiser. Um, and then he had a bruiser BSB, two level one fire bellies. So no butchers. Um, three units of six bulls. Uh, three units of four lead belchers. Two individual cats. A unit of four mourn fangs. And obviously like the two iron blasters. And so, yeah, I can see how that's plus one because he's, you know, he's he's not taking like a level three or level four wizards, you know, and he hasn't gone any of his units above six models in the unit. So I was like, okay, you know, fair enough. Um, so we played and I was like, two Iron Blasters. <laughs> I got there, we shook hands and he was like, oh no, you know, it's not you and your demons again. I'm like, ah, well, it's different this time. It's all Nurgle. He was like, "Oh yeah, great." <laughs> you know, but he was—he was really gracious. He was really kind, and um, we rolled for sides. And on his side of the board, where he'd already put his army, there was a building. And I was like, "Great, let's roll for sides." And I won the dice roll, and I said, "Right, I'll have your side." So, oh, I went so you're that guy. <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. Well, I said, I said, I actually said those words. I said, "Sorry to be that person, <laughs> but I want to switch sides with you." So we switched sides. Um, 
and he knew as soon as I said I wanted to switch sides what I was going to do. So as soon as we switched sides, I put, you know, we deployed. I put Epidemius behind the building just so he couldn't get sniped by cannons. And I was like, yeah, you're going to sit there all game. <laughs> you know, and it's, you know, it sounds underhanded, but hey, I'd be, I'd be stupid to put Epidemius up front where he can get sniped by cannons because he doesn't get lookouts. So it'd be moronic to put him there. It's uh, a tournament. It's yeah, you know, you know, we're there to win. Yeah, so um, I was like, you know, he's he's sitting behind this building. You know, come get him, and he couldn't. He couldn't get to him. Um, like turn one, he was a bit unlucky. He um, he fired my great and clean one was hiding behind my soul grinder, and like turn one, he sh- he shot at the soul grinder with his first cannon, hit wounded. And I passed my ward save, and then the second one like hit, and then failed to wound. So I was just like, "Oh, great! You know, this is this is all right." My turn one, I just like charged my soul grinder like sixteen inches directly at his his cannons, um, which he'd moved forward. Um, my you know my center with my big Nurgle block moved forward. My rock flies came up the flank. And I was, like, feeling pretty confident. I didn't get any, like, spells off or anything, but I was, you know, I was feeling quite confident. And in his turn, I think he had a... I think the the ogre inside him got got to him because instead of, like, firing his cannons again, he, he decided to charge both his iron blasters into my soul grinder. And I was like, okay, at least you're not shooting at me. <laughs> you know, so at least I've got you. I know where you're going to be. And his, like, two units of balls with his characters in charged um, my big block of Nurgle. And he also had another charge, whereas Mournfang charged um, my Rockflies. And so I'm feeling like, damn, I've got no counters yet on Epidemius, and I'm in combat across the board. This is, I'm really weak at this moment. Well, not really weak, I'm weaker than I could be. And, you know, we rolled up the Mournfangs first and they wiped out the whole unit of Rockflies. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? What is that? That's awful. Um, so they turned around um, to, like, get into the flank of my um, my big block. But um, my big block lost combat against his two units at charge with his characters in. Um, but... You know, I held because, you know, there's like 41 demons in there. So, you know, I wasn't too fussed. But I, and obviously I'd like ticked up a load of wounds as well from that combat. Um, and then the 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 soul grinder versus the two things. So the two things charged in. I don't, he, I don't think he realized I was toughness seven, you know, on that big monstrosity. And he had like a four up armor save and, you know, and all this stuff. So he come in and he just did no wounds to my, to it. And I went, right, take an initiative test on one of them, failed. So that's four automatic hits. That's like, Ugh. you know, four, you know, like four wounds. It was like three wounds or something. So it had like one wound left or whatever. And I was like, well, he's going nowhere now because you haven't got your impact hits anymore. And then in the next turn, I was like plus one toughness. So he's now on like sixes to hit. It was just, yeah, it just went downhill after that because... After that, you know, I moved my Beast of Nurgle to, like, protect the flank of my big block. My my general charged into his... My Great Inclusion one charged into the combat in the middle. 
Um, and yeah, needless to say, I broke his center. Um, and then it was just about going round and, you know, the ogres are scattered for the hills, you know, in like all directions. And it was just about trying to tr- pick up as many points as possible because the one problem with my army, once the rot flies of dead, it's very slow. Um, so, you know, and you only, and you only get points for units that are destroyed or fled the battlefield. You don't get the points for the ones that are just fleeing. So I was like trying to chase down as much as possible. Um, but we only got four turns each um, that game. So if there'd been two more turns, I think I would have got all the points. Um, but yeah, so so that game ended uh, 17-3 in the end to me. So a big win to to start the, start the tournament off. And Liam, you very gracious opponent. And it was a really nice looking... Um, Ogre army as well. He'd done a lot of conversions on his on his balls, um, and he you know done conversions for his cannons as well. So yeah, really nice ogre army. And you know, um, Liam, if you I know you do listen to the podcast, um, you know, thanks very much for the game, and you know, I look forward to seeing you at the next tournament. Yeah, he's a he's a fan of the show, so uh, there's a shout out for him. It made me feel like a celebrity. When when's the next episode coming out? Like Jesus, people actually listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real other people who are, they actually listen to. Um, so even though it sort of went a bit wrong initially when you were committed all across the board, it's just the attrition effect just made you win it on combat. Yeah, it's just it's just the attrition and you know starting racking up the wounds and he had no way of getting to Epidemius. So Epidemius is just sat in the corner with his abacus, you know, just like ticking up. And I think the only things I lost were I'm just looking at the the score sheet here. Like he got four hundred and sixty five points. Uh, two hundred and seventy of that is like from the rot flies. So we wiped out in one round of combat. And then he got like 120 for like the Nurglings. He killed like the Nurglings, which I was really surprised about, but he got them. And then he got the uh, the Furies as well, I think. So, the, yeah, he, yeah he, he, he scrambled together some points, but yeah, as I said, you know, it's a 2,500 point tournament and I was like trying to hunt down as much as possible and I'd got his general and I'd got his BSB. But I still was only t- able to get like two thousand VPs off him. That's just because so. yeah, I remember you saying at the time like I couldn't because they'd gone either side, not the center. Yeah, I broke no. the center, and they went either <laughs> direction after that. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I can't catch you. Uh, that sounds but, like a good start. Yeah, it was a it was a confident it was a confident start. I was like, you know. Um, I was confident against ogres anyway because they don't have like very good armor saves and you know they're weapon skill three, so they're on fives to hit plague bearers. So I was like, okay, you know that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a really bad matchup for ogres, and I think Liam, you know, he he did he did his best in the scenario. Like I felt bad for both his fire bellies because they both miscast and both went down to level zeros. Because why wouldn't they? That's 
was like you've got like two level one fire bellies and they're both level zeros. You know, like the thing is just like and you know and you know demons are chaos when they roll for their power dice, they roll on the chart, yeah. I got like a brand new unit of plague bearers that I decided to put behind his lines. Yeah. <laughs> Off that. So it was just, it wasn't it wasn't good for him. It wasn't good for him. Um, well, my first matchup was against High Elves. Um, <laughs> and when I, I drew it, I thought, oh, it's a mirror match. Um, I, I didn't really want to play High Elves, um, but once the it was Mark Pete that I was playing, and uh, once I was on the board, I was like, actually, this, this could be a really interesting game um, because all your natural... Well... The white lions, their only the penalty there is going to be that they're going to get rerolls against them, and um, the always strikes first benefit of every other unit is just going to be nullified. So, I've played it before where, when you take that away from the high elves, they really start to struggle because that's mm. that's their really big thing at the reroll and and they're usually higher weapon skills, so that's out of the out of the way. Um, so he had from memory. Um, I think he had a block of Phoenix Guard. Uh, I think maybe 20, 15 or 20 of them. He had a horde of uh, Lothan Sea Guard. And in there he had um, a High Mage, uh, a BSB, and his general was Alithanar. And he had two Frostart Phoenixes, um, which is similar to what I had. So it was... And then he had... Um, he had two units of reavers i think and an eagle that was his one unit of reavers and an eagle that was his chaff um so other than the phoenixes it's quite a different arc, yeah it's right? it's not it's not similar at all really um so that was like oh it, it is you know, this is going to be slightly different because um a straight up mirror match would be interesting but maybe frustrating i don't know yeah um so I I thought, having spoken to people before when the, the draw was um, announced, I thought this is all going to hinge on who gets what when they're rolling for magic. Because um, we both know what we're going to do, really. Um, so when I rolled the four dice for Lariel spells and I saw that five for Arcane and Fortune, I thought, right, we're away here. That's uh, <laughs> We're away. Yeah, that's, that's a good start. He also rolled Arcane and Forging, so it's like, right. But it's, I thought it's more important that I get it, because if he snaps the Banner of the World Dragon, um, I don't think he had any magic attacks. Oh, the, the Phoenixes would have been. So it's not really that bad. Mm. Whereas Elariel giving the unit magic attacks, if he kept the Banner of the World Dragon on his big unit, um, that would be a real problem. All them two-up saves. So um, we deployed more or less in a line against each other. Um, there was a sort of a skirmish on the right-hand side between my Reavers um, and some Shadow Warriors trying to kill his Reavers, which the Shadow Warriors apparently, I mean, they're supposed to be legendary shots, not on that day. They couldn't <laughs> kill the... Immediately, the, um, I think the Reavers shot my Reavers, who then, as I'm terrible at rolling leadership tests fled turn one so they rallied turn two and came back we're like what are you doing <laughs> leadership eight shouldn't be too 
too hard to roll, but no. Away. So they're, they're out of the game for about three turns before I can get them back. And that was on that side, it was just a dance of getting the Reavers out of the arc of the other ones and then moving around and shooting them with the Shadow Warriors. And it took all game to get rid of them Reavers. Um, so that was a bust. But um, uh, so yeah, I deployed the um, the Phoenixes sort of behind my White Lions and the Spearmen. And my plan was just march up as quickly as you can, try to destroy the Banner of the World Dragon and um, go into the, 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 the points were in the Sea Guard unit because there was three, three characters in there. Um, and it, fortunately, just everything seemed to work. Um, because I was going so aggressively forward, he sort of started moving back. So I sort of had him encircled um, with what I had and the phoenixes and the the unit of uh, white lions. I miscast to cast uh, Arcanal Forging on the BSB. Didn't wound him, but I wasn't bothered about that. Broke the Banner of the World Dragon in, I think, turn two. Mm. So then I thought, well, that's two things that I really needed to happen have actually happened. So this has gone quite well. Picking off the objectives as you go. It, yeah, just tick them off. Like I rolled Arcane and Forging. That was really important. Miscast, so you can't stop it. So that couldn't have gone any better. Alariel didn't do the standard thing of like rolling a, a two and going off the realm of chaos. She rolled a, I think it was there, every wizard takes a strength that's a six hit. She's not bothered about that because. Um, Battle of the World Dragon protected her. Um, there was the, the spearmen were just there to sort of block the Phoenix Guard or stop them doing anything or stop them interfering until I was ready. So they were just expendable, really, for plus one comp. And they're only, I think it's less than 200 points for 22 of them, or maybe a bit over. Um, so I wasn't really bothered about what happened to them. Um, they got in combat. I think they got in combat with the Phoenix Guard and lost and ran and rallied, but they weren't particularly relevant. Shooting, pathetic. Um, <laughs> my bolt thrower and um, bolt thrower and my twenty-one archers failed to kill this eagle. I don't know what it was made of, steel or something. Um, I charged the eagle with my um, other set of reavers, and the eagle won because yeah. <laughs> and as as standard, um, they broke. So they're off. Um, but the main fight, that wasn't really relevant. The main fight, I managed to get into combat um, with the White Lions in straight into the big block of uh, Sea Guard. And it went as you would expect. Uh, they, I think I, yeah, so they're weapon skill five and the Sea Guard are weapon skill four. So hitting on threes, uh, killing on twos, um, no armor save. So they broke, they, I cut them down and I overran into the Frostart Phoenix behind them. So it's like, this has gone pretty much as well as uh, I could hope. Um, so that was dead the next turn. Uh, the Phoenix Guard, I, I can't remember if I got the Phoenix Guard completely. Because um, I think I put the Phoenix into them. I'm trying to remember now. Um, wait a minute. Let me have a look at my photographic uh, evidence of this. Uh, yeah, so the overrun and the other 
crossed up Phoenix, I thought, well, I don't have to worry about that anymore because they'll get it the next turn. Spearman sort of had a face-off with the um, Phoenix guard. Uh, again, shooting archers didn't do anything. That Yeah, the, the Spearmen were just sort of blocking the... Uh, sorry, the Shadow Warriors sort of blocked the uh, Phoenix Guard from going into the Spearmen. So that was that was a bit gamey, but I thought, well, it's a tournament. <laughs> That's going to be my excuse for everything, really. Um, so it, I think we got to five turns before it was called it, but we called it a slightly early because it was a, a pretty much a foregone conclusion. So I got uh, an 18-2 from that. Wow, that's um, a pretty good start. Yeah, and I got 2,342 victory points according to this chart. Um, but that's including that. I got the general, I got the BSB, um, I got magic superiority from, you know, turn three or so. Mm. Uh, so it went pretty much as well as I could expect. Um, and I don't know whether it was because this list I find uh, um, in most cases, it stand by for a case where this doesn't work. The more aggressive you are, the better it seems to work. Like yeah. get, get them yeah. in combat as soon as possible. Get them even the psychological effect of running this big unit. You know, it's not charged, but it's next turn it's going to charge. Um, and it just sort of, to me, it just seemed like it was. In, I was encircling what his army, and um, you couldn't break out of it because there's nothing. The army was getting um, depleted. So tactically, I felt that went really well. Um, well. Mark Pete's no slouch. He plays high elves. I think. I think he only plays high elves. He might not, you know. But I've only ever seen him play high elves at tournaments. So he knows how to play him. He obviously knows how to play against them. And you know, he, he came what twelfth, fifteenth, you know, in the tournament. So you know, top half, you know. So he's not. You know, there's no slouch. You know, no. It's, I mean, it was a, it was a good, it was a good match. But it, like we were saying, I was saying, well, he was saying to me like it all depended because he tried to break Banner of the World Dragon. At first, he picked my BSB to target with um, Arcane and Forging. Ah, uh, you got to work out the comp in your head. <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> so some viewers may not know it's not on the <laughs> the, the battle standard there. So he did a wound on him. And it's uh, well, he hasn't got the ban of the world dragon. Um, did he break your armor then? Um, your armor, of yeah. Destiny, so so I, I think it's the talisman of preservation, the enchanted shield, which he never used. Um, so that snapped, but it didn't really matter because Alariel's given him a ward save anyway. Yeah. Um, and then the next turn, Alariel just healed him anyway because she's nice like that. <laughs> so. And then the next time he miscast Arcane and Forging on my BSB, um, did the wound, and they rolled a one to snap it. So, like, that's so unlucky. Like, mm. What are the odds of that? Um, it just went, those, the, the magic rolls just went my way. Uh, but it was, it was, I enjoyed it, very good game. Um, easily could have gone the other way. Well, I was just I was just looking at this, so at this chart. Now, did you play Luke in game two? Yes. Right. <laughs> okay. So Luke and I were on the same tournament points. So Luke Black 
uh, Laxell, he, he's playing a wonderful Warriors of Chaos army, and he came from the eighties. Yeah, and he came fourth overall. And it's not your usual Warriors of Chaos army as well. You know, it's got Galrock. You know, as the army, you know, as the army general. So it's it's very different. And you know, there's no big blocks or anything like that. It's very mobile. Very lots of MSU really. And he got 17 tournament points from his first game, and I was like, "All right, how come? How come he played Mark? And you know, how come I didn't play Luke? You know, and so forth." But now I was looking through the scores, and it does work out because you were the only person with 18 points. There was four 20 nils in game one, so they all played each other, and then you were the only. There was no 19 ones. You were the only person on 18. And there was two people on 17, me and Luke. But Luke had five more victory points <laughs> than me. So if I had got six more victory points <laughs> in that last game, I would have played you game two. What, what an alternate reality that could have been. <laughs> this is, you, know, you know, me trying to run down things at the end of the game, yeah? But if I would got five more victory points, or six more victory points, me and you would have played each other game two. Wow. <laughs> what a close run thing. <laughs> so bullet dodged for me in my demons oh. against the Battle of the World Dragon. Not necessarily true. Spoilers. Yeah, not, yeah spoilers, <laughs> but not necessarily true, but um no, so yeah, game two. Um I could have been playing Luke, I could have been playing Mark, you know, if if you know, the fates had gone another way, but I ended up playing um Callum Hyam. And his gorgeous Skaven army, who, you know, like you said, is, you know, you've got all, all the fans from. Um, yeah, and I'm not apologising for that. And I'm not paying any royalties. No, yeah, so, you know, I, I saw Skaven as the draw, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's good for Nurgle, in, you know, counting, counting wounds. Um, but, uh, you know... N- Skaven are very good at taking out large single targets, <laughs> and I've got several of them. So, uh, you know, there was a bit of worry. Um, I was, uh, to be perfectly honest, I wasn't really worried that the um, the block of um, play bearers would struggle. Um, I wasn't worried for them at all. I wasn't worried for my BSB because, you know, I was like, oh, there's Epidemius, there's a great unclean one, there's a soul grinder, you know, he's low down on the priority of things that he's going to try and snipe. And I wasn't worried for like the beasts of Nurgle either because I was just I was like they're just going to do great. So, um, but when I saw it was Callum, I was like, shit! Like Callum, not only is he an amazing painter, um, he's also one of you know I'd put him in the top tier of players I've ever played against. He is. Very clever, <laughs> yeah, and very tricksy. Um, he he has always got some other tactic or some other plan or something up his sleeve, and you have to be on your A game if you if you're gonna if you're gonna be him. And it was funny because last Triple Crown, me and him actually played drew each other in game two as well, and so it was you know it was a bit of a rematch. Game two, Triple Crown. Both got good wins in game one. And, um, yeah, so it was like the rematch. The first time round, I was playing High Elves and he was playing Dwarves. 
Um, Robbie, I like that. Yeah, how I wore the beard. Like I couldn't, I couldn't. I remembered it vividly because you know this tournament. I was saying I was scared of cannons, right? Well, in that last tournament we played, turn one cannon shoots Phoenix dead. Turn two, same cannon shoots other Phoenix dead. So in the first two turns of our, for, you know, our game two years ago, both my Phoenixes were dead turn two. It was went downhill very fast, but the White Lion unit did its job. I think I only had like two White Lions and a L'Oreal left in the unit, you know, at the end of the game. And I won 11-9. That's how close it was. Yeah. Um, but he, 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 he like outplayed me, you know, in, in that first time we played. So I, I, I was just able to hold on with just an arguably a lot stronger army. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so it was time for the rematch, and he was playing Skaven. It was a plus five Skaven list, so I was plus one with my Nurgle, he's plus five, so there's like four comp points difference. And he was using uh, a Warlord on Bonebreaker, uh, a Grey Seer, uh, a Plague Priest, who was also a wizard, uh, an Engineer with a Doom Rocket, uh, 40-ish Slaves, um... He had about 40 clan rats with a wind poison wind mortar, like 30-ish giant rats. There was like 40, 45 storm vermin with a doom flayer. He had like eight gutter runners with slings and poison, five gisales, a cannon, a catapult, an abom- help it abomination, and a doom wheel. So like when I looked at the army, I was like, right, the things I'm afraid of are the Grey Seer, uh, the cannon and the doom wheel, but the rest of it I should be okay, yeah. But those things I am like really scared of, and um, again, I stuck Epidemius behind a building because I was like, <laughs> I need wombs to win this game, and he's got a cannon, <laughs> so. Uh, I need to put him where that cannon can't shoot him. So he's going to sit behind this building. Again, it's a tournament. You know, I don't want my 200 point... my excuse. Point... Yeah, I don't want my 200-point character dying. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it was my second game against Artillery. In the corner he went. And we he got turn one, and he shot his cannon at my... Um, Soul Grinder, um, and he did five wounds to it. And I was like, oh! So the Soul Grinder's like one wound left, and he like fired his Gisales at it and like did no damage. And I was just like, right, great. So Soul Grinder's a one wound left. If he goes forward, he's going to die. Right? So what I did was I actually, because he was on my left flank and Epidemus was on like my far right flank behind this building, I actually moved. I moved my army up to try and get into combat as quickly as possible. And my soul grind actually took turned 90 degrees to the right and marched towards Epidemius. Because <laughs> I was like, you're not going into the enemy. I want to keep you alive. But I'm going to move you over towards Epidemius because there's there's um, there's like a doom wheel coming down my my left flank, so I was like... And quite crowded behind these buildings, then, for your, for your list. Well, well, no, there was only, like, one little building, but, yeah, he was he was over there. 
my soul grinder was on the opposite side of the board, but was trudging 16 inches a turn to, to try and get as far away as from the enemy as possible, because Cal- Callum had, like, bunkered beha- be in the opposite corner to where Epidemius was, yeah? So my whole army was bum-rushing that corner, and my soul grinder was running the opposite way <laughs> to say, leave me alone, you know, don't shoot me. And um, believe it or not, soul grinder lasted until the end. He lived. The soul grinder lived. I was so happy. So, yeah, he did well. He he lived through the game. Um, and what happened was the A-bomb got a really long charge off against the Beast of Nurgle, and he was like, oh, I'll, I'll hold them up. And I was like, okay. Wasn't, again, wasn't too worried. Um, and my great and clean one, he tried to assassinate with, like, a combination of Giselles, a cannon... Um and and the and the poison from the gutter runners, um, he, he wasn't able to. The great and clean one charged the gutter runners, and he decided to stand and shoot, but he failed his. No, what did he do? He might have fled. I can't remember. But anyway, like the unit fled, and my great unclean one caught them and just went ridiculously far he went like something like 15 16 inches straight towards the enemy on his own i was like fuck he's dead um <laughs> the do wheel came round went straight into the flank of the great unclean one i was just like oh no this is gonna hurt um but the doom wheel didn't do anything i think he rolled like a two or a four for his strength so he was on like sixes to hurt him he did no damage great unclean one hit it um, did a load of damage. The Doom Wheel ran away. I didn't catch it at the end of the game, so at the end of the game it was alive and on one wound, and it killed the Nurglings, I think. But you know, so I didn't, I didn't get the points for that. But the Great Unclean One, he went into the rest of his army on his own, like Rambo, got like flank charged with the Storm Vermin, like front charged with the Slaves, and it was gonna, it was gonna be bad, but um. Because I'm like stomping away and like just hitting his stuff, um, and he's got like a high leadership. He just hung around, so I think he got down to like two wounds or something, and he hung around. But he left this big unit of um, storm vermin with their flank open. The flank was exposed. My big unit went into its flank, um, and I got um, the level six spell plague wind off with my great and clean one, which went through his unit of slaves and his storm vermin and killed like 30 models, like 30 to 40 Ooh. models. Uh, because it's like toughness tests. If you fail, take a wound with no armor save. It's just like, and the, uh, because he was in combat and it's a vortex, I just went, right, I'm going to put it here and I'm going to go in this big long line. And it just went right through his storm vermin unit and just killed like half of them. It's toughness uh, three, aren't they? Storm vermin. Toughness three. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, 50, if, if I hit your whole unit, then 50% of it's going to die, yeah? So, and then that racks up wounds, uh, got me a few Plague Bearers back. Um, but yeah, I think by that point, you know, oh, the, the A-bomb versus the Beast of Nurgle, I was ridiculously lucky, and I rolled loads of poison. I think I did something like 11 wounds, to the great unclean, no, no, to the a bomb through a combination of poison and normal attacks, and he died. 
<laughs> you know, he just died on, on the spot. Um, and so the Beast and Nogo were like, great, you know, we're free to just charge his gun line, uh, play drones charging his gun line, the, the everything. He just, because he'd like bunkered in his corner and my great unclean one had like wrapped up his big blocks, my, my like Beast of Nurgle and my rot flies and stuff were just able to get in behind him with impunity. So he did one thing that's really scared me and I was sh- shitting bricks for, which was, um, and it was very risky play. It was like a really risky play. And he skitter-leaped his Gracier. Oh, he went, I'm going to cast skitter-leap. And I was like thinking to myself, what are you going to do? Like, I don't think you've got Brass Orb, you know, Plague Priest, what's he going to do? You know, it's not an awful lot. I did not expect him to skip skitter-leap his Gracier. So he skitter-leaped his Gracier. Right next to Epidemius, but where Epidemius couldn't see him. And I was like, okay. And then he went, Cracks Call. And what Cracks Call does, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, is you draw a line, and then every enemy model hit by the line, they take an initiative test. And if they fail, they die. <laughs> right? There's no saves or anything. If they fail, they die. And he got it off. And I was like, no! So luckily for me, Epidemius is initiative four, so I had like a thirty-three percent chance of dying, and I passed passed my initiative test. But there was a good few moments where I was like, "Budge," you know, and because he was bunkered in the other corner, my whole army was like chasing him over there. I was like, nothing really to protect Epidemius, apart from this one wounded soul grinder who early on in the game had decided to make his way across the board. And so like, I brought my Furies back round, you know, because of the 20-inch movement, and I had Epidemius and I had the soul grinder. And I managed to, like, corner the Gracier in the corner of the board. And I went, right, soul grinder's going to charge you. And he, like, fled. Um, and then I was like, Epidemius is going to charge you, flee, right, the Furies are going to charge you, flee, and then he, like, fled off the board, so it was, like, it was really risky, and he could have won the game, not, maybe, I don't, I, to be honest, actually, it was, it was really risky, I think, I think I, I would have won anyway, because of what happened with the Great and Clean one, and the, and getting that, like, Vortex off and stuff, but it, I felt kind of bad for Callum because none of the dice went his way in that game. You know, the the Doom we on bouncing off the, the general, the him firing a load of stuff into the Soul Grinder over a couple of turns and it not dying, his Doom Rocket missed, me passing my initiative test on Epidemius, the A bomb dying in one round of combat, it just you know, just didn't go well, yeah. Uh so you know, after all said and done um, it was, uh, it, what was it? I got 2,550 points and he got 120, which I think was for the Nurglings that his one wound, um, doom wheel got. So it was a solid 20 no win that one. Comprehensive victory there. Yeah, I, I felt really bad for him because, as I said, nothing nothing went right for him. And, you know, that skitter leap into Crack's Call was a big gamble. But 
if his Gracie had stayed where he was, he was going to get chewed up by by my lat. So it was um, it was going to be tough. Um, and and the other thing as well, which kind of but you know makes me feel a bit cocky, is I'm the only. He's been to Triple Crown three times now. I'm the only person ever to beat him. Triple Crown. <laughs> so. So you're just putting another reward, yeah, pin another medal. pin, you know, another pin on my yeah. lapel. <laughs> uh, there is no certificate for that. Though, no, so. no, there should be. There should be. I might print one off for myself. And that is your right now, of course. But but no, he was. Um, he's he's a really good player, and his army was to die for. It, it is gorgeous. Um, and you know he went on to win best painted, um, and he, you know he came third. So he, you know, he, so from getting twenty nilled in game one, uh, game two, you know he's obviously doing something right, yeah, to become to come you third. Come so. back, yeah. come back from anything, unless you've been twenty nil three in a row. <laughs> but yeah, he's a, a, a great guy, um, you know. Uh, he's he's prolific on on the group, so you know have a chat with him. Um, g- gorgeous painter, you could obviously teach us all so much, and um, he's he's just a really 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 good player. Um, so hopefully, if one day I run a tournament, I'd like to I'd like to see him there. Is that a, uh, a hint into the future plans? Or? Yeah, like a few few people said to me and have said to me before, like, would you run a tournament? Would you be willing to run one? And I was like, yeah, I'd be willing to run one, but... Is that just so you can't play? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But um, I think I've run tournaments in the past um, when I worked for Games Workshop, you know. But... Um, I'd like to run one again, but I'd like to know that you know I I I want to scout out a few different venues first and get to know the people who you know who run the venues, yeah, and make sure that we're a good fit and we're able to work together. And you know, I obviously want to pick somewhere that's got good like travel links and 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 stuff like that. So um, go for the cheapest. What could go wrong? Oh uh, well, it's if it, you know. Um, but yeah, I think I think you know I'd like to r- run one, and obviously that will take off all the pressure of playing. So lovely. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you don't have to repeat your performance. <laughs> Although because you're running it, you can just award yourself as many points as you like. Yeah, pretty much. Um, my my mate James was just like, "Oh yeah, I'd love to play at one of your tournaments." I'm like, "James, you wouldn't be playing." He was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Mate, you're part of the Toy Soldier Tales team. You'd you'd be helping me run it. I can't be there for every game." And he was like, "Oh bollocks!" <laughs> so he's being conscripted against his will. Oh, he's part of the team. You know, he he'd have to he'd have to help go around and you know. Do like rules queries and just generally chatting to people and you know making sure everyone's all right. So he so. claims I don't know how true this is that you um, you don't put up the videos where he's beaten you. Would you like, <laughs> would you like a comment on this? Oh uh, no! So the he has beaten me recently. Um, I 
you know, so I only put painted armies on the channel. I only like playing with painted armies. And he came round and we played a game which was his goblin army versus my high elves. And I think we both took like a plus six, plus seven list or something. Um, and it was one of the games on the channel. It was like a really good, fun game. But then afterwards, we were like, oh, shall we just play a game off camera? You know, because it takes like a long time to record them. Um, especially the way I do it as well, because I want to, you know, I want to make the editing process easier, which means, you know, you extend the production time up front. And um, so we played a game and I was like, you know what? I'll use my ogres. It's like not on camera. I've like never used them before. Um, I'll use ogres. And then he killed him in like two turns. <laughs> he just went, he was like, Rock Lover that dead, you know, Fanatics into that dead, you know, Doom Diver into that dead, you know, and like all this stuff. And, I, and then like Poisoned Arrow Shots into that dead. And then that's the game. Well played. I've won. And I was like, oh, no, great. And no one will ever know. And I was like, that's a good, like my, my missus was watching. She was pissing herself laughing because. I was I was a bit I was, I'll be honest I was a bit irate because I was like it's the first time I've ever used this army I want to see how it does and it just got shot off the board before like any combats were had <laughs> I was just like we had like one round of combat <laughs> like that that was it and it was just like you know fair enough you beat me you solidly beat me great one on camera though. <laughs> Doesn't count. There's no proof. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it, it's it, it's evidence. I've told everyone I lost. You know, I lost to him. So, but um, yeah, fair enough to him. He won. Um, but I'm I'm like James is like a really good player. Like he is one of the best players I know. Um, his problem is that he's limited himself to walks and goblins and Bretonians. <laughs> right, which aren't like the top tiered lists. They, you know, army books. They're like orcs and goblins and brets. The tough armies to do really well against with against even against the toughest armies. But he knows orcs and goblins like the back of his hand. He has played so many different variations of orcs and goblins. It's unbelievable. And but whenever we practice for a tournament or anything, he'd be like. I want to play Alario and the White Lions. Can you use that against me? Can you use your two Phoenixes? Can you use your demons? Or you know, can you use Warriors of Chaos but with a demon prince? You know, like all this stuff. So he always wants to practice against the toughest things. Because then he knows how good his army's doing. So and and I don't go easy on him. You know, I, I you know, we've got this thing in our group where Jane, you know, the I think the motto of our group is James must lose. Yeah. So um but yeah he's he's re he's a really tough player really you know so um yeah he just he just has doesn't have a lot of luck <laughs> because of what he plays with. Animosity one 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 well he's built his army where he only has to take one animosity test a turn. Well he takes two but one unit's one of the units has got a Black Orc war boss in. So if he fails his animosity, he causes D6 drunk five hits on the unit. But the unit's got like 50 models in, so he don't care. Um, the other unit's like a unit of spiders. So he's built his army around the fact that he's he's made it like so reliable. And it's like, 
I only have to take two animosity tests a turn, and one of them doesn't really matter. So, yeah, he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. Uh, but then, what is it? Goblin bolt throwers, one, one, one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, that was my um, game one and in game two. So, what who did you have in game two? Game two was against the aforementioned uh, Luke and his Warriors of Chaos, which are fantastically painted. I was more dazzled by the paint scheme in 80s colours. And uh, I'm not saying that's why I lost the game, uh, <laughs> but it may have been 80% of why I lost the game. <laughs> that's not true. Um, so he didn't, because I've only played Warriors of Chaos a few times um, and it's normally what I'm used to is like a block of warriors and a few marauder horsemen or, or something like that and this was nothing like that this was um, it was a bit sort of similar to what I played Steve at at Sheffield because he had a block of trolls with throg in it and I thought ah I know what he does now um, <laughs> having suffered at his hands previously but I think he had he had a unit or two of marauder horsemen um, he had two of the bigger chariots, so the, the Gorbeast chariots. I think he had one normal chariot and one Gorbeast chariot. Oh, on. He had a Chimera, which I don't like. He had, they're, um, they're amazing. Uh, he had a unit of dogs. He had a Lord on a um, disc, sorry, a BSB on a disc. Uh, and uh, Galrath, the, uh, the Dragon of Chaos. With the Breath of Cheese. Uh, get on to that. Um <laughs> And the other thing as well is he had a chaos spined beast. Oh didn't yes, he? that was brilliant. That that was like he's modelled it with like um, a giant spider. Yeah, um, and that was from the monstrous Arcanum, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, it's I, really good. Yeah, it's I'd really never good. never encountered anything like that before. So like, as as cost me later on in the game. Um, so standard deployment is you know it, this was a this was capture the hill wasn't it it was like yeah, it was yeah, but, capture the hill yeah um so lined up is standard um he went first he moved his trolls um right over onto the hill into sort of charge range of my white lions and spearmen I was like oh this this is going this this is a good start um I know what I'm doing next turn um he, oh, he had a, a unit of, uh, what they're called, the big juggernauts. Yeah, yes, had, uh, skull crushers. Yes, he had them on uh, right on the, was opposite my right flank. So I'd had me uh, bolt throw behind a lake there for some sort of protection and my um, reavers, uh, and then uh, moving along to the, from uh, left to, sorry, right to left, I had the archers and the spearmen next to the white lions and then on the other side some more reavers and the bolt throw so it's sort of symmetrical um uh, so he moved up he had galrauch had the law of zinch which normally is trash but apparently in this game decided to really switch itself on so can it have uh, any other laws of magic or is it just zinch like metal i assume would be i think you could take metal but you know he took um zinch which is a funny attribute is if you take a toughness test after you've taken any damage, and if you pass, you get regen, you get regen <laughs> which I didn't realize stacks as well. So that's permanent. So each time you recast it, you can increase your regen. If you fail, you take some more wounds, but you're sort of buffing your opponent. 
It's terrible. It's such a terrible rule. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like all your zinch flaming spells. Not flaming. Don't count as flaming. No, not flammable. Magic. <laughs> it's just the worst, one of the worst written rules. Uh, terrible. There but you go. <laughs> still, didn't, still didn't stop it being really effective against my army, which was bizarre. Um, so anyway, so he moves up. Um, there's a few... I don't think anything really happened on turn one. Um, so turn my turn one, I think, well, I know what Throg does. He is going to leave the unit to one side and do his horrible breath on the uh, block of white lions or something like that's going to happen. So I need to kill them straight away. I knew my um, spearman had Banner of Eternal Flame on. So my initial thing was to charge the trolls with the white lions and the uh, spearmen. Well, the, the, bees are like, the white lions had something like a, I had to roll a five or a six or something to get in. The spearmen had to roll a nine. So I thought, well, it doesn't matter because if the white lions get in, they'll hold at least a turn and then the, um, the spearmen can charge next turn. And uh, you know they can take strip the regen off, and everything will work out fine. What actually happened was the spearmen rolled a nine for their charge, got straight in, and the white lions rolled a double one and didn't get in, which then caused. Um, so the spearmen, because of the way the rules work, have to maximise in front of the trolls, which means the white lions now can't charge in because there's no room for them in the next turn. And the trolls are going to mash the um, spearmen into oblivion because the strength three, toughness three, light armor and shield, that's that's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, as, as predictable, the spearmen get chewed up by the trolls. In the meantime, the, um, the chariot and the chaos spider beast thing they charge the flank of my um, white lion block. And I use um, naval discipline for the first time ever since playing high elves for four and a half years. <laughs> I actually got to use naval discipline, which is what the uh, sea helm lets you do. I had to read the rule because I'd never used it and had to be sure what it means. Uh, it actually means when you complete charges, you take a leadership test, and if you pass it, you can combat reform. So I mm. thought, this is great. Uh, they're going to charge in. I will combat reform. I'll cut through them, no problem, because it's white lions. And then I'll reform the next phase and uh, at the end of the combat, and then I'll be able to go into the trolls or whatever. There's juggernauts. Mm. Uh, that's not what ended up happening. Um, they did reform. However, they whiffed completely on their um, attacks. The... Um, uh, the chariot and the um, spine beast thing was still there after the first round of combat. Like uh, this, this hasn't gone as I expected. Um, on the other side, though, because his chimera sort of moved up to the left of my white lions, and so did his uh, uh, marauder horseman. And some, I don't know, it was a bolt thrower or the archers or something like that was able to kill off the um, the unit of marauder horsemen, which fortunately were right next to the uh, chimera. So it panicked, which gave me another turn to not be covered by its uh, breath weapon attack. Oh, really? Um, so that was handy. And I thought, yeah, it's going, that's all right. Subsequent to that, I thought, well, for some combat rares, the, uh, to help out the 
the eagle, sorry, not the eagle, the phoenix can charge into the spine beast thing. So we'll get a flank. Uh, hopefully it'll break next turn and we, we can get on with it. <laughs> Apparently it's got some sort of rule where before anything happens, if you charge into it, you take a number of um, uh, hits uh, and it died. So it didn't get to do anything. <laughs> and that was that was a bit devastating. So yeah, Eagle suicided it sorry, the Phoenix suicided itself on the Spine Beast. Um eventually the White Lions were able to um kill kill that off on the chariot. By this time the um Galarok and the um Chimera of you know it's you know it's coming, like I've been here before, I can't stop it. You put you plunk one at one end of the, one flank of the white lines, and you put the other one at the other, and you just flame them both. Uh, but mm. he's got the toughness test or die, and I was like, "Really? <laughs> There's no more saves than that." No. So the white lines were thinned out to about one rank of them, or one and a half ranks. It's like oh. right. So they are now totally ineffective. Um, they they're not going to be doing anything. And you know, it's just like you, your army is just getting depleted, and there's there's not you've got no combat power to come back at it. And he still had you know, the trolls. Um, he'd only lost like some uh, marauders. There's the uh, monster thing and a chariot. Um, the uh, what they're called, not the juggernauts. What's the unit called? Skull crushers. Skull crushers charged into the. Um, uh, archers they held up for one turn then collapsed uh, mm. went into the um, bolt thrower that obviously can't survive that they ran off the board and came back on so they were pretty much done but they removed the entire right flank of the army um, so in a final battle where was it the trolls came back in or whatever the, the white lions ended up fighting the trolls I think um, every white lion was killed, but not Alariel. No, so, they stood on her own. <laughs> so Alariel fled, and she managed to roll a ten. And this is where you know, just trusting to Assyrian to bring you some luck at this point. And she wasn't caught, so it's like there's three hundred and fifty points that I've got back because it's the end of the game, and she's not oh, going to flee off the board. Yeah, like a hundred points of the general as well. Yeah, so, like so that that was a, that was a save that saved there. So, um, if that was a weird game because at the start I thought I know what I need to do to win here, and then that didn't happen, and then I thought, well, I can recover here, but no, he put the he held up the white lion unit very well. Meanwhile, destroying uh, all the other stuff. The um, the phoenix died running in. The other phoenix, I've, I don't know if it survived or not. It must have because um, at the end it was a 15-5. Well, he, he only got 17-77 points. Yeah, so that would be right. If there's a phoenix left, Lariel, um, I think a unit of, or two units of Shadow Warriors and a Reavers. Um, but the heart of the army was just gone. So by turn four or five, like, well, there's nothing really I can do here to pull this back. It's pure point preservation, which I couldn't do because he then charged the white lions what was left of them. So 
it was one of those ones where we're down to like the standard bearer and the champion. Uh, and then there's just the standard bearer, but they're stubborn. So the unit's stubborn, so they're staying. But no, they need to go because Delariel's going to die if she stays in combat. And she's not going to heroic <laughs> killing blow everything one after the other, is she? And that's the, well, I think that's what saved me from a, a 20 nil. How, how many HKBs did she get over the tournament? I don't think she got any. Wow. So leading up to the tournament, she'd got loads. But yeah, in the tournament, every, it's yeah. Not. every game prior in the practices, she'd killed something with her out killing blow. But <laughs> apparently she was on an off day this time. Um, but as a game, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's not not an army I'd seen before. Um, although it did have the big troll block in the middle. So like, well, that's what you got to aim for. I didn't really know what all the rest of it because I haven't played Warriors of Chaos too much. So Juggernauts, I sort of know what they are-ish, but I know to avoid them really. And But he had all this, the the Lord on the, sorry, the BSB on the disc. And like you think, well, I know what that's going to be the unkillable Lord, uh, the unkillable disease, which it wasn't. Um, so, that, so you totally bluffed you. Man. Yeah, so that so that's that's great play. That that's um, you've essentially got the effect of the unkillable Zinch hero um, for none of the cost. Uh, so people don't, you know, I didn't target it because what's the point of trying to target that? A re-rollable ward save, uh, no. Um, and I've never seen Galrauch before. Um, I've seen a Chimera before, and I. I I have a problem with leadership tests and I have a problem with wounding things that have got regen. Um, that's for some reason I can't roll anything for that. If you've got regen and I hit it, you're going to make that regen save. I can't wound things with regen. Ward, ward saves, not so bad. I don't know what it is about regen. Um, but the magic, yeah, Zinch magic for some reason was really effective. Um, I was just, you know, when you feel like everything you're trying, you're getting hard countered. And I, I my options are getting less and less and my army's running out and like, right, I'm finished essentially. Um, but I really enjoyed the game. Uh, really, really nice um, army, really, really nice um, player. Um, and it wasn't like, a, nobody here was unpleasant, but it wasn't like a, I didn't feel like a, you know, a gloating. Like, oh yeah, this is going well. I'm destroying, you know, that it was, it was all very pleasant, even though it wasn't really. <laughs> yeah, well, Luke, Luke's a really nice guy. Yeah, honestly. really nice. He's, he's been there a few times to Triple Crown, and I spoke to him a few times, and he's just a lovely person, and his army's fantastic. Yeah. So but I did... even when you lose, it's a pleasure to play against, yeah? Pleasure is a bit strong. <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't mind. <laughs> didn't mind. Um, but... Playing that game was quite weird uh, because I had only ever really um, thought about maybe mid table or you know lower previous tournaments. Mid table was about as much as I've done lower mid, and then because I was on table, uh, I think it was fifteen, which is the second last table apparently, or sixteen according to this, um, and I'd gone from that to table one, two, three. I think it was table four. So I'm thinking, Jesus, uh, what am I doing up here? Uh, you know, there's the lords up there because it was it was tiered. Um, the setup of the game uh, of the the shop 
the lower tables were on the ground floor and the upper tables were on sort of like a mezzanine I, level. I, you know, like, I would have preferred playing downstairs because there was definitely more space. More space <laughs> and air. But, <laughs> but to be like, oh, I'm, on, I'm on table four here. And then before the hubris could get me, it was like 15-5. How about that? Um, but that's sort of, even with that, I'm not saying that it was pure luck. Because that if I'd made that white lion charge, this is what what if hammer, you know. If I'd made that white lion charge, um, that would have been the spearmen and the white lions going into the trolls. So if I could have got one wound off with the um, spearmen, uh, this was the this is my you know generic go-to tactic against hordes of trolls. Um, they would have stripped regen, and the white lions could have gone through them. Um, no real problem because I've done it. I did it before in a practice game, um, and when that didn't happen, that's like, oh, what? You know, that was the plan, and there is no mm-hmm. plan B. And I think that's what I suffered with. Um, and he's he's a good. He's obviously he's a good player, so he, he knew exactly. He didn't. He made the most of that, and to get the you know, even though you're trying to not get the white, there's no way to put the white lines against two flying things that you're not going to get them covered with two flamer templates. And it's like, oh, I, know, I know what's going to happen next. I've been here before. And it's still <laughs> devastating to strip off three ranks of white lions. But um, yeah, it happens. It does. It really does. So, oh. that was, so that's a big win and then a big loss. Uh, it's not a big loss. It's like mid-tier loss. Yeah, you still got five tournament points, which is uh, 25% in it, so... No, where were you when this actually happened? <laughs> to to soothe my ego like that. <laughs> I was uh, I was winning. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh, my two two wins. Oh, it's that kind of uh, that kind of arrangement, is it? It's all right well, for you. On so at the end of game two, I was on thirty seven out of a possible forty points. So. Was I, I, was on, uh, I, was I was on. Tw- I was on twenty-three out of forty, which is still better than I was expecting. Yeah. Better than fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was aiming for. Yeah. So my last game of day one was against Demons of Chaos. Oh wow! So there was four Demons of Chaos army at the tournament, um, and I would argue that they're all very different. So there was a minus six Nurgle demon army, not mine, um, which had a school cannon of corn in it and he into blood layers as well. Um, there was a minus, there was a zero comp demons of chaos army, which I'll go into next because that's the game I played. And there was the plus one demon army, which is mine. And then I can't remember, I don't remember the other one, but there was a mono Sunesh. He'd obviously watched my video on YouTube against Graham. And, and that, that army works. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's obviously what's happened. He's, he's watched that and gone, "Well, that works," you know. So, um, so yeah, there was like four very different. I would argue very different. Is that the um, the army you can just pick up with no experience and win? Is that is that the appeal? Well, the one when I played, well, it was like, "Hey, Graham, I, th- I fancy playing." What armies have you got? Because I don't want to use the same armies that I've got on my channel. 
And it went, oh, this is what I've got. I was like, oh, this is a mono Slash army. Can you make this? And he's like, yeah. So like, okay, great. First first game. <laughs> yeah. Good. I want to use it again. See the applause. Uh, um, so my game three was against um, Matt Passfield. Um, and his minus six Nurgle, no, minus six demons. Um, so there's like seven comp points between us. Um, and I've seen Matt use this army before. I think he's used it at the last two Triple Crowns, actually. So this is like the third Triple Crown he's used this army at. So he's a very, very experienced player. I don't, you know, he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, and he won Triple Crown the first year I went with, with this army. So, or at least a variation of it. So he 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 knows his stuff, and he's come to this what he refers to as the optimized demon list. Um, so I knew going into this game, it was going to be arguably the toughest game of the tournament. Um, so game three, table two, game three, no, game three, table three, um, and his army list was Epidemius as his general. I haven't uh, heard so that before. Well, uh, my Epidemius is not my general, I've got a great... Oh, game. that's that's all the difference. Yeah, yeah so, uh, he then had a Nurgle Herald BSB on a Palaquin, same as me, however, he spent an additional 100 points on his... Herald, giving him the regeneration locus ability, which gives the whole unit regen, and he spent a he spent fifty points on a greater gift of Nurgle, um, and he ended up getting the Bale Sword on his Herald, which was it gives him poison attacks and which he has anyway, uh, but it does D three wounds per wound, like when he when he wounds with it. Um, he then took forty one plague bearers. For command, which is the same as me, but he went for the banner of discipline, whereas I went for the banner of swiftness. So, you know, exactly the same units. The only difference is, is my movement five, and I didn't feel like I needed the banner of discipline because I had a leadership nine, great unclean one, um, running around. Um, you know, whereas he's only got like a leadership eight general, you know, so I can understand why he took that. Um, for his core, he went for 12 Bloodletters with uh, full command. And obviously, I went Plague Toads. Uh, the Bloodletters are obviously really strong and a really good stick on the flank. And, you know, they're plus one comp. Uh, this is where he gets nerfed heavily. His comp hits hardest next. Um, he had one unit of four Beasts of Nurgle, another unit of four Beasts of Nurgle, another unit of five Beasts of Nurgle, which is just horrendous because you get minus one per unit. So that's like minus three there. It's like minus three for Epidemius. It's minus one for the the Plague Bearers. So what's that? That's like minus seven. He's on plus one for the Blood Letters. That's minus six. He then get like... <laughs> and this is like so many minuses in the list. Um, a Skull Cannon, which again, I don't have in my list. But, you know, don't get me wrong. Skull Cannons are fantastic. Um, but yeah, it's not Nurgle, so I didn't take it. Um, and then he had one unit of three rot flies and one unit of four rot flies. 
with various banners, upgrades, and flaming abilities and stuff. So a minus six demon list, very, very tough, very, very scary, heavily optimized. And so I'm playing it with my not-so-optimized Nurgle army. We've both got Epidemius. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to hide Epidemius this game because even if he snipes him, he's got one. And the thing about Epidemius is he affects both armies. <laughs> so it was like, hey, Epidemius might actually go, he's actually going to go in the front lines this time and, and fight. So, um, well, Epidemius affects everything. So his rule is any, you, any wounds caused by any Nurgle, demon of Nurgle, friend or foe, or by spells from the lore of Nurgle, friend or foe, stacks his tally, yeah? And his tally affects all demons of Nurgle, friend or foe. Right. So whenever he causes wounds with his Nurgle stuff, it would buff my army. And whenever I cause wounds, it would also buff his army. And it also meant that if one Epidemius dies, it doesn't matter because the other Epidemius is buffing both armies. So by the end of turn two, we were on max stats. <laughs> right <laughs> that escalated quickly yeah it was it was it was a lot going on there was a lot of things to remember because obviously like he's on like minus one to hit and i'm on minus one to hit and then one of like his units of rock flies had the flaming banner and like my unit of rock flies had the flaming banner and it was there was lots and lots to remember you know lots of d6 plus one attacks and you know whatnot going on um so I was, uh, you know, I was. He, he's, he's played this matchup before. I'd never played against another demon army with my demons, so I wasn't used to the mirror match. I had like no idea how to play it, so I just thought, you know what, I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah, I have no idea what's the optimum way of playing this. Right, you, those furies are gonna be useless, so you're just gonna stay out the game for the whole game. Um. And I'm going to sit my big block in the middle. I'm going to put Epidemius in it. I'm going to put my Herald in it. I'm just going to, you know, go for it. And and just see what happens, yeah? Um, I, I was a little bit confident because I had a wizard and he didn't. But then also my wizard's a single monster and he's got this cannon. So I was just like, if, if my general can live and get into combat, I might be okay because, you know, he's he'll live and I can cast my my buff spells, you know, my hexes and, you know, my hexes and my augments and things like that. So, um, so what happened was that he deployed out and he put his three units of Beast of Nurgle up front and his big block behind. So that meant, you know, I'd have to get through the Beast of Nurgle before I could then get to Epidemius. And, and I was just like, you know what, fine. So he had two Beasts of Nurgle fighting my big block and he had one unit of Beast of Nurgle fighting my rock flies and, my beast of Nurgle were fighting his rot flies, and my great unclean one got not my great unclean one. My soul grinder got taken out by his second unit of rot flies. My Nurglings died as well. Uh, Plague toads. Did they live? No, I think they. No, the plague toads lived. Lived surprisingly. Um, but it, you know, he fired his cannon at my great unclean one turn one. You know, and I passed my ward save. You know, which is only a five-up ward save, but I passed it. So I was like, oh, God, that's lucky. And then the next turn is cannon misfired and blew itself up. <laughs> I was like, 
fucking hell. That is what I needed. You know, that is what I needed because now I've got a level four wizard and he's got nothing, yeah? Um, and so I was like, right, let's get the great and clean one into combat. And he went into combat and he ended up killing um, the unit of rot flies. And, like, you know, Matt was a bit pissed off about that. He, he, you know, he was very gracious. I had overlooked that game. Like, I had overlooked. Um, but, and he was a bit annoyed that my 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 great and clean one had got it. And he, you know, he argued. We didn't argue, but we discussed that the great and clean one maybe should have taken more than the zero wounds he took or something. Because, you know, he was like, you know, I'm getting like nine. You know, I'm getting like twelve poison attacks into him each turn, and I was like, "Yeah, but that's only like two wounds a turn." And then I'm on, I'm on a five up rerollable ward save because of the epidemia. So you, the max stats such as made eighty percent of his ward saves being yeah, well, but yeah, but I'm also on rerolling failed ward saves after turn two. So yeah, I, yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. I was extremely lucky that game. I'm not. I'm not saying I wasn't, you know, I was extremely lucky. And uh, that, I'll be honest, that's probably what carried me through. But, um, you know, there was my great unclean one fighting these rot flies, and there's like three rot flies attacking him. But I'm like, well, that's only 12 poisoned attacks. You're on like sixes to hit him. So that's only poisoned. You're going to get two poisoned a turn. And then. I'm going to pass one of them because I'm on a re-rollable five-up ward save. So you're only doing one wound a turn, and I'm hitting you back, and I've got, you know, multiple wounds two as my ability for that game. So, you know, every wound I cause is actually causing two wounds against the Rockfly. So I, I, was, I wasn't... I, I thought the Great Unclaimed War would come through that. You know, he's got, you know, he's got six wounds... Six wounds and he's like toughness seven and I was like yeah it'll be fine yeah so, so he ended up cho- he ended up getting through the rot flies and then how that worked out was um you know and I was able to get through his beast of Nurgle in the center and what happened was there was this big grind in the middle of the board where my unit of plague bearers was versus his unit of plague bearers and yeah he had regen on his unit because of his BSB but. My unit had always wounds on a five or six from poison from the Epidemius Locus, which he comes with as standard. So it was like, his tough to kill, but I'm wounding him easy. And then my level four was going, right, well, I'm either going to lower your toughness on your unit. So it means that even if I don't poison you, the ones that do hit are going to, you know, whatever. And then I'm also going to lower your weapon skill and initiative, which means I'm going to attack first. And then I'm only hitting you on fours and you're hitting me on five still, you know, and, and, and things like that. So I was like winning this war of attrition in the middle and he decided to focus down my Epidemius. And I was like, yeah, fine, you know, kill him. And he did. And then he went, right, Epidemius is dead. Your whole army loses everything. I went, no, yours is still alive. And he was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. And... But whilst he was focusing on my Epidemius, I focused down his BSB. Um, so, you know, I so that was like a, a pro for me. But because he killed Epidemius, I no longer had a Locus. And because I killed his BSB, he didn't have the regen, but he still had his Epidemius given his unit Locus. 
And what happened at the end of the game was, you know, I charged, I had my great unclean one charge into the flank of his unit and um, it, the game ended and he had one plague bearer, like one or two plague bearers left, an epidemius and one rot fly on like two wounds. That's like all he had left. And I was just like, I was a little bit gutted because I was like, I should have, in that last turn, of combat, I just fluffed like everything. I just fluffed all my attacks and everything, and I was like, "Shit, I should have been able to kill Epidemius at the end and that unit." But hey, it didn't work, and um, yeah, he held on. So at the end of the game, I'd lost my, I'd lost Epidemius, but he wasn't my general, so that was okay. I'd lost my soul grinder, I'd lost my nerglings, and I'd lost my beast of Nurgle. And then all he had left at the end of the game was one rot fly from one of the units, Epidemius, and like these two playbearers, which meant that I didn't get his general, and I didn't get all the points for his playbearers, and I didn't get the units for these rot flies. But after calculating all that up, um, I got 18, 13 victory points and he got one one five oh yeah so that's how so what that's was how that in in tournament points 13 7 hmm. so, so it sounds like, yeah sounds like a right grind it well what you know you've got two battle of attrition armies but like hats off to matt like as, as i said i i passed a ridiculous amount of ward saves and also, I passed ward saves when it mattered. You know, my, my general not getting stuck by the cannon and my general taking out the rot flies and, and stuff like that. And I passed my ward saves when it mattered. And that put a lot of things in my favour. I had a beast of Nurg, like a unit of beast of Nurgle fighting against rot flies for like five or six rounds of combat. And they had flaming banner, but I just kept passing my ward saves on the beast of Nurgle. So they just hung around for like fucking ages. Um, and I could see, like, Matt was, like, a little bit annoyed that, you know, I was being so lucky, you know, and who wouldn't be, you know, rightfully so. Um, but he was very gracious, and he was just, you know, at the end, he was like, you know, well done. I think he was happy to hold on at the end. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to deny that I was extremely lucky. Um, and it was a, it was a really tough game. Um. I never want to do demons versus demons again after that game. After that game, I was like, I do not want to play demons versus demons ever again. Um, and guess what? In game four, which we'll talk about in the next video, I played demons again. <laughs> so careful what you wish for. I was like, I never want to play against demons ever again with demons. And that's what I got in the next game. <laughs> but uh, Matt, you know, what a player. What a great-looking army. What a player. Um, possibly one of the hardest games I have ever played. Um, and, yeah, and I was, I was, you know, I, I came out with the win. So, yeah. How so what does that put me on? It puts me on 50 out of 60 points at the end um, of day one. So that's, that's a pretty good place to uh, end your uh, day on um what you've dropped 10 dropped 10 yeah, points that's yeah. right dropped 10 
Um, well, my game three, um, which I'll openly admit now, um, I voted for the guy I played for the most sporting because he definitely deserved it. Um, this was, um, I played uh, Wood Elves, so it's um, Chris Hale's Wood Elves. And um, I thought, because uh, I was surprised that I was still on the executive suite uh, upstairs with all the you know the elite players that you know, I thought I was going right back downstairs then no I was uh, kept upstairs on I think it was table one, one two three four five. I think it was either table six or seven um so it was another elf off which uh, I've played wood elves I think twice before I think I was saying on I don't know if it was an episode you were on um Previously, I don't know what to point the army at because, um, you know, the symbol, you know, run the white lions at whatever the biggest threat is and mm. they should be able to, you know, you should be able to t- tackle it. With Wood Elves, I don't know what the, the thing, it's all like small <laughs> blocks of uh, archers and what does this do and they're, they're across the table. So, yeah, so um, he set up, he had a um, unit of, um, I don't know what they call the Eternal Guard, the ones with the spears right at the other end of the table uh, in the forest that he'd created. Um, was, it, was it a poison forest? It was and a poison forest. And, and did he have two wizards in it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've played Chris before at Triple Crown. He's he's a nice guy. He's a good player. Yeah, um, really nice guy. Um, so he had that. Then he had three little units of... Um, Arches, whatever they're called, um, and there was sort of a hill Play, in the corner. Play guard. Play guard. So he deployed one right at the corner and then along, and he had two units of um, not Sisters of the Thorn, the other ones, the uh, wild, ones. Riders. wild Wild Riders. riders. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, uh, he had an eagle, and I think that was it. Um, so anyway, coming off this 15 5 loss, that right, you've got a you got you got to make up for it here. You, <laughs> your place in the you know the the realm of Olympus is is about to go here unless in you the annals you, of history. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, I, I can't be an imposter up here in the the god tier zone. So I thought, right, you're gonna have to go for it, whatever it was. So standing again, put the white lions down. Um, Phoenix is behind. Um, the shadow warriors. I put them. Um, off to one side on the the left hand side um along with the archers were sort of on that side as well and the bolt throwers on either side um and it's sort of like go for it um so did i get the first i can't remember who got the first turn well anyway so um move the white lines up as far as far as possible um i'm vanguard i thought I'd, i don't know if this was a mistake or not i vanguarded the um the reavers up the right hand side which put them sort of in shooting distance of the um the archers mm-hmm. um but he decided to charge them um which i thought i don't know if i don't know what's going on here because they'll not win because it's two ranks he's got two ranks and uh, you know he's got combat resolution on this side so yeah that's probably probably a good way good thing to do about them um I started to realise that he had desecrated a shrine to Rinald, um when he 
he'd made four wounds on my Reavers and I rolled all of my armor saves on a five up. That, that's that's unusual. That never happens. Um, so they held for an extra turn, keeping this shooting out of the way. My, um, I'm surprised you stood as a well, charge reaction. If I'd fled because of the way I was going, they would have gone off the board. Oh, right. So I thought okay. I'd just keep them where they are. You were like, there's no way he's going to charge me. <laughs> well, I did, yeah, I still, that's, an, that's not what I was expecting. But anyway, they, they did eventually get killed, but they held them up for an additional turn. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the Phoenix ended up charging a unit of war dancers, which is five, um, five unit five war dancers. That combat lasted longer than I expected. Um, <laughs> Did he, so like, one, was it four ward save years? Or I think it was the it was the dance of extra attacks and the dance of three ward saves and uh, yeah, yeah. So whatever happened with that. Anyway, so I thought I thought the unit of Eternal Guard, if that's what they're called, that's the biggest threat that I can identify, um, or the the only big unit I can point at that I can identify. The um, Wild Riders are too f- fast cavalry. You know, you're never gonna you're gonna be reforming and pointing at them they're going to go around that's a waste of time see if your um, shooting can take care of them so I couldn't get in the first turn um, so I cast um, fiery convocation so I thought I don't really need the ward save because the um, the white lions have got a three up against uh, but then it's non-magical shooting isn't it so I made a, made a mistake there but they've got right band of the world dragon so either way I'm covered either they've got the lion cloaks if it's not magical, or they've got the three up, uh, the two up ward save from Banner of the World Dragon. So I don't really need to go for boosting the ward saves. So I think I was six dice and a fiery convocation on the um, that unit, uh, yeah. on that unit, which just incinerated. Uh, so they went up, um, he couldn't dispel it, um, and to the point where he had to break the characters out of it to stop the like being incinerated down to ash. So on the other flank, the um, the eagle was killed by shooting. The um, then the shadow warriors had some sort of melee, well, not melee, but sort of duel with the other war dancers. So they ended up shooting all of them and just trying to avoid them and get out of the way, and that was sort of tied them up. Um, the wild riders were just, um, I think I, I think they got to come up with a spearman. And the uh, uh, the other unit of Reavers, and they eventually, I think they destroyed them, but um, that put them right in the middle of between two bolt throwers and the twenty one um, archers. So the shooting just removed the um, the wild riders completely. So that, well, that's handy. Uh, I'm glad I made that change in my army list. That because that was killing off units that were already damaged was like how I was getting quite a few points, whereas I wouldn't be able to do that previously. Um, so they're already fiery convocations. Uh, the white lions just go into the back lines and just chew everything up. And I've got some photos here of like a um, the unit of wood elf archers hit in the flank by this horde of white lions. And he, he, he he did kill a phoenix eventually with shooting, um, but his rolling was, it's probably the worst I've ever seen. And I felt terrible <laughs> because I, 
you you can't wound, you can't hit. The dice have, have clearly abandoned you. Um, the, to cap it off, he tried to cast some. He, he'd broken his um, he'd broken his uh, wizard out of the unit, and she tried to cast something and immediately miscast. Like, and I was just thinking in my head, it's going to be a four. Surely enough, it was a four. Um, the spell he cast did no damage. Um, the wizard went down into the realm of chaos. There's another 300 or 200 points for me for free. Um, the bolt thrower one-shotted his um, uh, hero on a, a unicorn, I think it was, that was floating around. Try, cast, it was could cast dark magic, I think. I don't know what hero that was. Um, so bolt thrower killed that in, in, <laughs> in one turn. Um, it's just like, what have you done? Have you made some sort of pact with Satan that's gone wrong? Because, <laughs> and it, I think it was turn four or five, as I concede, um, <laughs> I, this is so that wrong that um, I'm going to concede at this point. <laughs> but, uh, you didn't accept that, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, the white lines went through the back lines, chewed everything up there the shooting got rid of the wild riders everything went if it didn't everything didn't go my way nothing went his way and um got rid of the characters um in the end the uh the general was pinned between um a phoenix in the front and some reavers in the back so he was he was gone and the energy said i think it was turn five like the only thing nothing is going to escape because in the next turn, um, the white lions are going to chase after whatever he's. I forget. I think it was another unit of archers, and I, I can either soul quench them to death, or I can because they're fleeing. I'll charge them again, and they'll flee off the board, or I'll catch them. So they're gone, um, and there was just nothing left. And um, throughout the game, uh, he was never salty. He never um, was in a, a mood. He never. Um, he was always cheerful and optimistic and um, pleasant and great through the game. And like, if that was me, I would be fucking fuming. <laughs> <laughs> so, he hundred percent earned my vote for um, most sporting. Um, but that was that was a twenty nil and um, a nice way to end the day. Yeah. So, two big wins and a fifteen nil. Sorry, 15-5 loss. So I was quite pleased going out at the end of the thir- the first day. What's that put you on what? 45 points? Let's have a look. Total this up now. Um, where am I? So, yeah, 18 that, plus 5. Oh, 50, 50, yeah, 45. Yeah, 45. So 38. Um, no, uh, 43. 18, 20 and 5. Oh, 18, 20 and 5, yeah. yeah. Uh, so was, in, in that, that one, was, I, oh, so you're quite close to me then, yeah. See, okay. ships in the night. We've passed again. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, in that one, I got two thousand six hundred and ninety-eight points. That's a lot of points. Yeah, um, but I, I, I can't say that in, if I was getting that bad luck, uh, I would be. The the best you could expect is that I just don't say anything and seethe. <laughs> but like you know I, I played Chris before with, by the World Dragon Army and I, I think I got a draw against him it was so so tight it was so how the army is supposed to work is 
he has two level four wizards. One is like a killy wizard, and then the other wizard is like um what was there for high magic, yeah? Yeah, he had he, high and shadow because he was trying he, to kill the phoenixes with a uh, pit of shades, which standard for the way he was rolling just never worked. <laughs> no, and you know, an option might be like dark magic. I think you can take dark magic with wood elves, so you can be like. No, anyway. he, did, he did. He did. He took um, dark magic because he was trying. He was considering um, casting the black horror. So sorry. Yeah, it was shadow and dark. He didn't take high magic. No. All oh, right. Well, when he took he, when he played me like a year or so, like the last one, he took high magic and something else, right? And what he did was he went, "I'm going to arc in on forging your banner, the world dragon." So turn one, he miscasts it. Banner, the world dragon takes it off the unit, and then he proceeds to start shooting the unit with magical arrows, right from from all directions, which you know takes out like half the unit. And then he charges in with the Riled Riders and he's like, yeah, I know I'm gonna... They're gonna die, but I'm gonna cause loads of damage to you before you get to attack me with your strength six hits. And he did. And then um, he ended up wiping out the whole unit. Like, he wiped out the whole unit through this combination of Arcane Unforging and, and Magical Attacks. And it was just like, well, you know, you've obviously played against this army before yeah you know exactly what you're doing but the problem with his army is you can't deal with phoenixes <laughs> so there's like these two phoenixes just running around the rest of his army just you know clearing uh clearing things up and i think that game ended in a draw at the end because he'd obviously killed my big unit and he'd killed Alario and he'd killed the bsb and it's just like all these points but then my phoenixes had run around the rest of his army and you know and, and got the points there, so it ended up a draw. But the combination works quite well. I think I think I would always take high magic on wood elves. Well, one, I think high magic is one of the best laws of magic you can get. Um I think it's just it's just brilliant. There's there's not a single spell in there that I don't like. I can't think of a single spell in there that I don't like. The worst spell is probably Tempest, and even that's yeah, but right. you, yeah, but you know, Tempest, yeah, it's it's the worst spell in that law, but it's still a large blast template. Yeah, that, which with minus one to hit after, which so. minus one to hit afterwards. It's just like, and it only scatters d six or something. Yeah, d six. So it's like you can just throw that on a big horde unit and do damage. <laughs> yeah, so it's. Yeah, it's um, it's a really good law of magic. So I'm surprised he didn't take high magic this year. Um... I think because if you get the black horror and you send that down, because he had it, he had it the. If I remember it right, he had it on the character on the unicorn. So um, I think it was the unicorn. Um, so I think the idea was get down one flank and just send the tempest, the um, vortex, all the way down the line, but that didn't work. In this no. instance, no, that's that's fair enough. So, um, but yeah, he's he's a good guy, and he he's used Bulldogs a, a few times, so he he knows what he's doing. Um, but yeah, that's a good win for you, though. That's a good win. It's hard to get points off Bulldogs sometimes. So well, that's that's the thing. Like, what like you're good. killing blocks of ten. Like, well, what's that worth? <laughs> One hundred and sixty points. So it's nothing, is it? So. 
That's the thing, constant thing I have about Wood Elves is what what am I pointing this army at? Because it's so mm. nebulous and they don't that that unit was I don't think it was intended to do anything. It was just staying there while they cast spells and the shooting yeah, he, take stuff down. For those who don't know, like I'll play him and you know, I got close to fighting that unit and then he just moonstoned of the hidden way to like the other side of the board. And I was just like, prick. <laughs> So, yeah, it's um, it's a tough unit to get a hold of. But casting fiery convocation, that's one way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> just burn them before you get there. <laughs> oh, when the when the wizard went, it was just like I think he was trying to pit the shades. The um, one of the phoenixes because he did get one, and then like that scattered off or passes initiative test or something like that. And then so it's a miscast, and like I know what's coming. I can see it. <laughs> Before he's even rolled, I know what's happening. Yeah, she's gone to the world around the chaos. Well, yeah, it's, what you um, it's the dice. <laughs> what can you do? It's the dice. <laughs> it's exactly right. It's exactly right. Oh, but hey, that was day one. Yeah, and it it was a good day by all. We ended up going to the pub afterwards, yep. didn't we? And then um... I ended up doing a bottle and half of wine, which may impact the next episode of what happened. <laughs> just, getting, just getting my excuses in. Yeah, and then we went out with a, a large group of people, didn't we, for food afterwards? So it was it was a really nice day, you know, great tournament. Um, me and you were actually supposed to play a practice game the day before, but traffic was awful. Yeah, it's a, it should have been two hours to get from where I live to Derby, and it took six and a half. So thank you, <laughs> Highways England. <laughs> You know, you, you sat, I was sat and I thought, I genuinely thought, um, I am never getting to my destination. <laughs> it's you could have just gone home. Yeah, you I was thinking, home I was thinking shall I, I, when I was, when it had taken me two hours to get 20 minutes away from where I live, I thought I should just turn around and try again at nine o'clock. Um, uh, yeah. But there, were, there was no way off. Like there's literally, it was so jammed with traffic. There was no way off. And I was going over the with the Manchester Canal, like the the Manchester Canal. I've been here for two hours, and I'm twenty <laughs> minutes away from where I live. You could have just left your car there and just gone out I, and walked. I, I could have walked it. Definitely could have walked it. Uh, it was the same on the other side of the country as well. It, it was supposed to take me two hours to get there, and it took me four four and a half hours to get there. It was like Fridays. It's Fridays for you, isn't it? So. Um, I'll um I'll mention my uh, apparently long term rival uh, Adam and these dark elves because throughout the day we just noticed that we were like one table along and one table along and next to each other and near and like um, we should be playing each other by all accounts but we're just not because we play it the, when I went to um, Smash the Titans won. That was the first game I played against them. So it's like a grudge match, High Elf and Dark Elves. And uh, so throughout the tournament, we were just like one table along. Like if we just change the score a bit, then we could play each other. But it didn't end up happening. Strangers in the night. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long-term rivalry. I mean, I've got my good elves and he's got his Dark Elf nonsense. Dark Elf nonsense. You know what? I'm going to say this now. Um, when I saw the armies for the tournament, 
I the first thing I said was, I don't want to play any Dark Elf player. <laughs> there was a lot of them. There was four. You know, I think, you know, the breakdown was four demons, four high elves, four warriors, four dark elves, you know, a couple of Skaven, a couple of Tomb Kings, a couple of Wood Elves. You know, there was one Vampire Counts, there was one Empire, there was one Dwarfs, two Lizardmen, one Walking Goblin, a couple of Ogre Kingdoms. You know, so the only armies that weren't represented were, oh, there's three Wood Elves. Three Wood Elves, yeah, there's a lot, yeah. A lot. But they, you know, so there's like 11 Elf armies there. So, one, two, oh, three Skaven armies. So, you know, the only armies that weren't represented were Beastmen, Chaos Dwarves, and Bretonians. Um, which, is why I, which is why I've said next to- next time I go to a tournament, I will be either using Beastmen, Bretts, or Tomb Kings. Well, there was at least two Tomb Kings in this. There was two Tomb Kings, but they're notoriously a bad army. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> um... So Beastmen, Bretts, or Tomb Kings. Um, so since the tournament, all I've been doing is writing army lists. <laughs> I, I've done a slight... Because t- what I realised after this tournament, because um, my BSB had um, Talisman of Preservation, and I was just looking no, at this like, why? <laughs> shield, shield of the Moat Worm, that's all you need. doesn't need it. It's, uh, it's only 15 points. Yeah, but... I could take uh, Rampage as standard on him. You could yeah. take Banner of Eternal Flame on him. Don't give away what I might do in the next time. <laughs> <laughs> and then your white lines won't have to worry about those trolls anymore. Oh, but then it's horrible when you do that and someone says, oh, I've got Dragon Bane Dragon Gem. Gem. <laughs> like a two at ward save. I mean, who, who goes around with that? It's ridiculous. Save. Well, I won't know. I play demons and we can't choose our magic lives. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, yeah, maybe. I'll have a think. But no, um, yeah, good day one. You know, Triple Crown guys are great. Um, I enjoyed listening to their live streams. You know. They asked me to go on the live stream, but I had to say no because I've you know, face for radio. Well, the, you know what? That that shows how much of a celebrity you are, because <laughs> I didn't get asked once. Yeah, because you're famous enough on, on the live stream, and I was just like, I was like, it's because I'm too charismatic. And so I think, yeah, the, that's why you don't want me on your they, live stream. They don't want the competition. That's why they pick me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was, uh, but no, it's um, it was a good good day one. And then um, we're going to be doing day two on my channel, aren't we? Yes. So if you want the exciting conclusion of what happened, which 50% of what happened next, uh, I'm not so proud of. Um, (laughs) But if you want to find out, uh, we're doing the next bit on uh, Alan's channel, which is uh, Toy, I've got it written down here, Toy Soldier Tales, which I will put a link in. Underneath, you, you you said that before, but you failed to do so. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's my channel. I can do what I want. <laughs> but uh, thank you for having me on. No, no thank you for coming on. I mean, I know. Yeah. What are you now? Um, 
uh, YouTube celebrity, um, Highlander that's master, that's and tournament champ, reigning tournament champion. You, so all these spoilers you give it away. <laughs> <laughs> Just all these spoilers. Oh, like anybody who's listened to this doesn't know what happens. <laughs> yeah, you might not know a breakdown of the games. You're right. But, yeah, well, yeah. still, yeah. my channel. I'm not doing spoiler alerts. That's your, too complicated. Your, your channel, your rules. Yeah, I'm not putting timestamps. I've changed my mind on that. Deal with it. I, I didn't well, no. say what tournament. I assume you've won one in the past. Uh, the last tournament I won was one of Graham's. Right. The fluffy one. Uh, yeah, I had to play two high elf players. Oh, was that which, was that the tournament where I got this of, list? Both of which had Banner of the World Dragon. Oh. Wasn't me then. It was. It was you you were one of them. I didn't have Banner of the World Dragon. Yes, you did. Did I? Yeah. I don't remember that. Anyway, <laughs> it was like that one tournament. And then I played another high elf guy um, who had Battle of the World Dragon. And I played against James Irwin, um, who's obviously been on the channel with his Auckland Goblins. I played him game two. So, yeah, I won that one, which is very nice. But that was the last one I won. I haven't been to many um, since, but. Um, no triple crown. I like going to triple crown because it's lots of different armies, lots of different people. It's two days, which is always nice, and um, it's hard. It's a hard tournament. Yes, I certainly like the challenge. Uh, that's my excuse. <laughs> um, so yeah, tune in next time to find out what happened. <laughs> Not that I might have given away what happened. Um, but yeah, I can leech some of your subscribers and uh i might give you a mention on my twitter i might not yeah i need to i still haven't put my pictures up from the tournament so oh i'll put a link down to uh, all the pictures because i picture spam is one of my big things about playing these games <laughs> i don't know how you had time to play the game with the amount of pictures that you took um that might explain some of my scores <laughs> There was. I was like, I'm going to take a picture at the start, and then I'll take pictures between the games. Oh, it was game, just when, game, when someone's game. going, oh, I'm ruined on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click, 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 click. Uh, you got almost, yeah, who cares? Uh, take some pictures. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. well, game one and game two, I took pictures, you know, and stuff like that. And then game three, as I said, it was like really, really tough. I forgot to take pictures, and I was like, oh, crap. You know, well, take Take a couple. You, know? you can tell how many, depending on how many pictures I've taken, is how well the game has gone. Because if it's going well, I think, yeah, this is great. Or it's going badly, like, I don't want to take a picture of this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this to be recorded. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. Well, it's my channel, my rules. Um, right. Okay. So that's this bit. Next bit is coming in the future. Um, but yeah. See, see what happens. See what happens. To be continued. To be continued.